welcome to Watchpoint Radio, Mashless Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jarrett, and I'm here with Jason Bond. How's it going, everyone? Yeah, how are you doing, Jason? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. Good, good. Uh, so yeah, today is March 14th, Monday, March 14th, late Monday, March 14th. We're recording this, you know, just to make sure we don't miss those patch notes. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but just a little later tonight, the the, the trend has been from uh, Blizzard that the same day we release a podcast is the same day they also uh, release a new patch, which I mean... In all fairness, it is Patch Tuesday, so <laughs> uh, so I, I you know it, it's understandable. But you know, and Watchpoint Radio number three, not only did they release patch uh, patch notes on the first when we re- released Watchpoint Radio number three, but they also released a patch a week after that, which uh, you know I, I don't know if we're gonna see patches that fast once the game was out. Right now it's beta, so. It is, uh, it's okay to do so, you know, so we got two sets of patches and, um, yeah, well, I don't know if we got lots to talk about. We do, we we do have to talk about those patches. Now, if you, um, listen to Watchpoint Radio number three early, uh, probably Tuesday, maybe even Wednesday, I'm trying to think when I actually got a chance to record that. Uh, at addition, but we, if you listen to, listen to it on Tuesday or Wednesday of that week, uh, we did not have the new patch notes in there because, like I said, we released it on Tuesday. They put the patch notes out on Tuesday, uh, but we did add an addendum to it uh, on Thursday, I believe it was. That addendum was out, and it was also available on YouTube. So you might have already heard that portion. Uh, if you didn't, you might want to go back and listen to that. If you're, I mean, if you're not in the beta yourself or you haven't uh, heard what changes they made. On the first, you might want to go back and listen to that. Uh, in this podcast, we will. This episode, we're going to be talking about the patches they made on the eighth, uh, and you know, kind of how that affected the game. Uh, but first, let's before we get into that, let's do our, our mentions. First of all, our release date has been announced: five twenty-four sixteen. That is when yeah, your wait. watch begins. Uh, May 24th, 2015. Uh, there's another game that comes out that day. Is it Mirror's Edge? Um, One second here. You said 15, too, by the way. I we said 15? Sure. Yeah, we want to make sure we get those. No, it's 524. 524-16. That's the day. Let's see here. Let me throw it into the old computing machine. Yeah, uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst looks like it comes out on May 24th, 2016. Yeah, so that's two good games. I should, well, probably two good games. I don't know. I, I've played uh, Overwatch, haven't played Catalyst. Don't know what to make of it yet. But, I like uh, the first Mirror's Edge, though. I, I have faith. Is that like a little pun there? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so, yeah. Two games come out that day. Plus, Doom comes out earlier that month. Ah, yes. There's another game I'm looking forward to. I think there's yeah. another one that's uh, coming out not that long after that, which uh, uh, I have mixed feelings on. Uh, the new uh, Homefront game. Really? Yeah, the new Homefront game is supposed to be coming out, I, th- I want to say, in June, about a month after. Oh, uh, no. We're talking about May right now. May is going to be packed with good games. I, I think three good games is packed. I mean, thinking like Doom could suck, Mirror's Edge could suck. 
for all the division players out there, you know, you'd probably be max level by the time uh, Overwatch comes out, so you could just slide right into that game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But coming along with the release date in May, there's also open beta from May 5th through the 9th. I believe you get into beta uh, earlier if you've pre-ordered. The 3rd, yep. Early access begins May 3rd. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so early access is May 3rd. Open beta is the 5th through the 9th. I imagine that the 9th is going to be the last day that beta is going to be up. Uh, Then again, uh, Jeff Kaplan in an interview did say that they expect to keep the beta open up up until until release. Up until release, but I don't know about that. That's the thing. I'm not sure how well that's going to work out. Like, if that's the case, just just keep open beta open, you know? Just keep open beta open, and that way you can work out so many problems. If open beta is just going to be open, right, you can test your load balancing, all that stuff, and have more than enough time to fix it. Because what I, what I don't want to see, but what I kind of expect to see, is day one Overwatch to be flooded with people. Flooded with people. Oh, well, you know it's going to be that way anyway, though. Yeah, but they can avoid that. They can avoid that situation. With a slow ramp up from the open beta. Exactly. And transition straight directly into live. Exactly. That's what I think they should do, but... uh, Okay, you know, actually, I have to think on it a little more. I think that might be something they actually uh, push towards a little bit. And the only reason I say that is because the Legion uh, expansion for WoW that's coming out, typically Mm -hmm. for each expansion, you would have starting zones when the expansion went live just packed which would, you know, put all that pressure on the server. The servers would, you know, would crash. And uh, this time they're doing it, you have several different places to uh, to start that they've been talking about to sort of lessen that load. So they might be eyeing that a little bit uh, for uh, future game releases and expansion. So there's a very good possibility you might end up getting what you'd like in that regard. Maybe, but then again, this is not the WoW team. I have to hope that there's some sort of collaboration uh, across divisions. Well, I don't know. Like Blizzard is a very, very, very large company. Like especially from a game developer perspective, you know. Like I mean, department heads probably talk to each other, but right. I, I don't know how, um, uh, how much the teams are working with each other in terms of, uh, you know, well, this is how we do matchmaking. This is how we do load balancing because it's 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 a very different game, you know. Right. You know, WoW, because the MMO, has less of a latency issue than Overwatch will. You know, right. latency is a much bigger problem in Overwatch than That's in WoW true. or in, in in almost any other game, including StarCraft. So. so we'll see. I don't know. I think open beta, I think open beta should just remain open for longer than, what, four days? To be honest, like I think longer than four days, open beta should stay open. But hey, that's just me. We'll see what happens. Uh, but let's go ahead. And let's get into our patch notes for the eighth, March eighth, which came came a week after. Well, obviously, a week after from um, March first, and the March first patch. I mean, just to recap, was pretty drastic. It was um, pretty drastic for certain characters, like Lucio. Uh, they, they dropped him down to 150 health. Genji, they dropped him down to 150 health. For some reason, they're still trying to buff May. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand, but, uh, yeah, they're still trying to buff May. But, you know, the, some changes, were, some things were adjusted in this patch, and I'll let Jason take the, uh, 
the reins for that one. Okay, well, here we go. First, the patch notes we're going to go and talk about. They've got the new control map, Ilios, which is situated atop a small island rising from the Aegean Sea. Ilios is a postcard-perfect Mediterranean town with a bustling harborside, winding paths for rambling hillside strolls, and gorgeous vistas. It is, an, it is the ideal vacation stop for people looking for a place to relax or those interested in exploring the ruins scattered at the top of the island, where many artifacts and relics of the ancient world have been recently unearthed. Now, from all the pictures and videos and screenshots I saw of this map here, this map looked just aesthetically incredibly pleasing. Uh, what kind of uh, experiences did you have with this? Uh, you know, I like the map. I really like the way it looks. Um, it's very bright and sunny. It's, it's very nice to look at. Uh, I am not a fan because it's, it's one of the King of the Hill control style maps. And I am not a fan of the first area of Objective A. I am not a fan of that objective because th that objective is inside of this area, right? Mm-hmm. And the area is just small enough, like, you know, it has just enough enclosure so that, that if a junk rat was spamming in there, it would do some damage. But it's just open enough so that somebody from the outside can have a Widowmaker and pluck people from the inside. So it's really, I don't know, I mean, I guess that's a balance. It's balanced, and I just don't like it. I really can't say anything bad about it. I'm just not a fan of it, of that first level. I think one of the problems is usually on those maps, I play a support. I'll play a Lucio, or I'll play a Zenyatta. And it's very difficult to heal everybody because of how many pathways you have in that map. Right. I mean, just from the start, when you're looking at your window, you have at least three ways to get to the objective. Uh, there's also some, some places where people can hide. Like this, there was this guy who hid behind this bush as a bastion and he could see just above the bush, just high <laughs> enough so he can see your name tag and he just blows some people away. Like that, that was, that got kind of annoying. Like I had to start tagging them and taking them out because my teammates were not paying attention to that shit. <laughs> you know, and I guess that's more my teammates fault than him, but yeah, he was, he was being a pain <laughs> in my ass. Uh, devious. Yeah, now the second and third levels are, they're a bit more open, like there's still multiple pathways to get to where you want to go, but the main area where the objective actually is, is pretty open, and defending that area can get a bit dicey, like there's some major fights that happen in those, inside the control points themselves, whereas with objective A, um... They're, they're like you, I don't, I think most of the fighting happens outside of Objective A. That's the thing, it's outside of Objective A. Whereas with the other Objective B and Objective C, most of the fights happen inside of it, which is important in that game type because if, you know, if you are a, uh, let's say you're at 99% and now the point is contested, mm -hmm. well, people can actually get onto the point and fight with you. Or you can fight people, or you can contest the point and fight the you know whoever has it while they're at ninety nine percent. With objective A, it gets a little dicey because if the enemy wants to, if they have the objective, they can sit outside of the objective or just be ready to just kind of put their toe on it. Mm -hmm. But if they want to, they can just spam from the outside inside of the objective, and it keeps you from going in. And if you do go in, you die. And I think maybe that's why I, I really don't like it because I think the almost every other objective map or control like King of the Hill map like that 
all those maps allow you to fight on the objective point itself. Which leads to some really good finales. Whereas Objective A, it really doesn't. I'm not, I'm not really a fan of it. I think they should move Objective A to the courtyard outside of where it is right now. Hmm. And I think that would be, uh, be helpful. But I mean, other than that, it's a beautiful map. I do like Objective B and Objective C. Um, if I get object- past Objective B, I have never lost on Objective C yet. <laughs> so... Because I will be honest with you, I lose objective A all the time. You said, though, that uh, you haven't seen the end of this level, though? No, I have. Oh, you have now? Okay. Uh, yeah, objective C is the end of the level. So, right. yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. But, I mean, like, those two. But I, I, whenever the map comes up, I'm like, ugh, you know, God. <laughs> but we'll see, you know, we'll see how they improve At it. You know, we still beautiful. have some time. At least it's beautiful, yes. Lots of uh, <laughs> busts and shit like that to break, so... Was that a pun? No. Bust to break. Oh, no. That's not a no. pun. Okay. Oh. You know what a pun <laughs> is? I love puns. Puns are great. No, they're not. They are. Listen, they're not there to make you laugh. They're there to make me laugh, and they definitely do that. And they're selfish. <laughs> they're incredibly selfish. So <laughs> go ahead. Continue with the, uh, with the patch notes, please. Okay. So this week as well, there was a, uh, a full career profile reset. Uh, as a result, the career profile page will be will appear empty when you first log in after patching, and your previous personal best records will be reset. This will not, however, uh, affect any matchmaking, player levels, progression, rewards, or anything of that nature. Uh, have you experienced this, or did you notice that? Oh, yeah, I noticed that. I knew it was coming because they were talking about doing a profile reset wipe. I'm not exactly sure why they want to do that, but it's beta. Like I mean, like when the game comes out, it's going to be uh, that way anyway. Right. Um, which is fine with me. I mean, my KD now is 3 to 1 instead of 2 to 1. So, improvements there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Looks like uh, for some general map updates here, we've got health pack placement has been adjusted across all the maps. Payload sizes have been adjusted to ensure that all heroes can move around them in narrow locations. And uh, one of the locations, Numbani, it looks like significant art changes uh, have been made throughout the map. And in Temple of Anubis, there was a new route added to reach the second capture point, as well as the Temple Gate leading to the second capture point is now wider. Uh, did you get to play on these maps at all? Yeah, I did. Now, for Nubani, all they did was just, they changed, to, to my knowledge, it looks like they just changed the texture mm-hmm. of the ground to make it look like people actually live there, as opposed to being, like, super shiny. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it looks more lived in. I mean, I'm like, okay, that's that's fine. Um, I, I don't know. Some people was I, I. I actually did see somebody make a suggestion that they do that, and they responded to it. They felt the same thing. I didn't see any problem with it. You know, Nubani is a beautiful map. Nubani is actually where the trailer, like the first trailer. Yes. That's 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 that area. That's where that's where that takes place in Nubani. So I don't know. Like it, it looks fine to me. Now the the one that actually makes a difference the temple of anubis is where they added the uh a new route uh to reach the second capture point and when they say new route that wall to the left you know because before you can go straight into the mid you can go to the right or you can go to the left right right that wall to the left all they do is remove it that's it um i don't know i don't necessarily know if it was needed i never thought that that map was too difficult to penetrate because it's not like nobody can get over that wall there are several heroes that can get over that wall genji diva um reaper 
May. Like, so many people can get over that. Well, you know, Widowmaker. So many people can get over that wall. Farah. And those just fucking, um, uh, Winston, you know? <laughs> like, there's just, there's just people that I can think of. I'm probably missing somebody. But you have people who can get over that wall and get to the left side. Alternatively, you can have a Reinhardt push through the mid and then you can dip off to the left and try to get up around. I mean, I don't, I actually, I've only played that map three times since the change and only one time have i been pushed back to the second point most of the time like uh most of the time we don't let them get past the first point so i've only had one opportunity to play against them play against people and i really didn't notice much of a difference to be honest with you i think a lot of people did not read the patch notes so a lot of people aren't even going (laughs) left yet you know, until they listen right. to Watchpoint Radio, that is. But, right. um, yeah, like, I don't think people have really noticed it and they haven't been doing anything with it. I mean, I know, so I, I went left, but I always had an easy time going left, you know? So I, it wasn't a big deal for me. You go left, you go into, uh, you know, you go into the little, I don't know what you want to call it, the pyramid, the cave, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and you can get to, you get to the side of the enemy, and that's it. It just means that defense has to be uh, a bit f- more on point. That's it. That's all. They just got. They have to know that there's a, a good chance that people will be coming from the right side more often or the left side more often. I haven't noticed. Yeah, and I haven't seen any competitive play on it yet, so I don't know how that's been really affecting the competitive scene. All right. All right. Looks like uh, there's some new uh, information for play modes here. Uh, player versus AI. Players can now select their desired AI difficulty of, you know, the standard, easy, medium, hard. Uh, added kill cam functionality was thrown in, as well as uh, Zarya and Roadhog being added as AI opponents. Uh, custom games. Uh, it's the Bennett added the ability to invite players by using their battle tag, adding the ability to uh, autofill teams with invited players or AI. And uh, Zarya and Roadhog, again, were added as AI opponents. Now, when we come up to the uh, the next part of it, we have the progression rewards here, which is that several new sprays were added. Uh, the signature cheer, uh, taunt, emote rewards are now available for all heroes, as well as some new skins that were added. Uh, we've got new skins such as uh, Steambot Bastion, which looked pretty cool, uh, Wooden Bastion, Space Frog Lucio, Mystery Man McCree, which I thought was uh, very Zoro-like, uh, Reptorian Pharah. Lionheart Reinhardt, which I gotta say, the more I see for Reinhardt, the more I just like his character. Uh, oh. Just looks really freaking cool most of the time. And uh, Spirit of 76, Soldier of 76, which was uh, the most interesting, I'd say, out of all of them. Uh, have hmm. you gotten a chance to look at any of these? I did. I actually, I, I'm building up money now to get space for Lucio. <laughs> that's that's what I'm I'm trying to save my cash for my credits in game space for Lucio. That's my next major purchase. <laughs> it kind of reminds me very much of uh, like a, a techno kind of dead mouse almost. Nah, I'm pretty sure that's entirely the point. <laughs> so good uh, job. Did you get to see any of the other ones or? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of any of the other ones. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, they don't look bad. They they look good, but meh, they're they're all right. The steampunk I mean, looking uh the steampunk looking bastion reminded me very heavily of Bioshock. Right. Which I thought was yeah, was kinda cool because I, I really enjoyed playing the Bioshock games. 
Yeah. I don't like Spirit of 76. Like, the Spirit of 76, Soldier 76, I'm not a fan of. Yeah, he just looks like, it's, he looks like, like a stuntman. Like, it totally... <laughs> yeah, I looked at that, and I was like, hey, man, Captain America is my favorite Avenger. I was like, anything, you know, 76 really would be kind of cool. And then I saw that, and I was like, oh, God, it's like Evil Knievel just barfed all over it or something. Yeah, not 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 a fan of it, you know? So... I'll pass on that one. If they want to give it to me for free, that's fine. You know, if they want to drop it. Actually, no, if, please don't drop it in one of my loot crates because, uh, my loot boxes, because I, I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll feel, uh, that I was cheated. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, now that you said that and you don't want it, it's going to happen. Yeah. That's pretty much just how it works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, did you get to see any, uh, other new ones lately other than the ones that were mentioned here? Um, I, I bought one. I I can't remember what. Actually, I can't remember who I bought it for, but it was newer, and I was like, "Oh, that's nice." And I bought it, and I never used the character. That's why I don't remember who it was. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So it looks like here we've got some uh, default emotes that have been added for all heroes and are immediately available in the communications wheel. Uh, end of match commendations have received a tuning pass. End of match metal art has also been updated. And Mercy has been recast for the English version of the game. Uh, the developer comments on this. It says, when casting for Overwatch, we often try to find actors who are fluent in the character's native language. In the case of Mercy, we were able to find an actress that both captured the essence of the character and was able to speak German, which you'll be able to hear in this version coming up. So um, have you heard this at all? Or have you noticed any uh, voice yeah, changes? Yeah, big, big difference. Big difference. Um, Better you think? I, I, I like it. I like it. Because she can actually speak German. So she doesn't just sound, you know, like, like oh, you know, I mean, because every character in Overwatch has a specific place they're from, right? Right. And you want to be able to hear that in their voice. Um, other than that, they all just look white for the most part. <laughs> like, that's that's it. Um, And I, I do like it. I think the next person they need to revoice is Lucio, even though this will be their third revoicing of Lucio. Mm. Lucio is from Brazil. I can guarantee you 70% of the people who play this game, game think he's Jamaican. <laughs> it's the green. It's got to be the green and the dreads. Oh, that's the thing. Like, green. Like, green. Do you know what colors on Brazil's flag? <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's, 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 he's, I'm not Googling that right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he looks like a soccer. You know, I think his default look was more like soccer-like. Yep. If you ask me, you know, not that they don't play soccer in Jamaica, but soccer is definitely like a Brazilian thing. You know, so I think they need to revoice him with, come on, at least, like, some, you know, somebody who speaks Portuguese. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, say a couple lines to me in Portuguese. Like, I want to hear where he's from. You know, so. Right on. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Mercy, uh, I, I do like her recasting. It's been great. Um, one thing I didn't like is mm-hmm. the new metal art. I do not like it. Like it, ah, just keep the numbers, please. <laughs> I do not like the metal art. What not exactly about it bothers you? It just looks like shit. Like it doesn't look good. It's it's like a gold coin with a crown on it. I think the silver also has a crown on it. I don't know. I don't get too many silver medals. So like only gold. It's gold or nothing, baby. <laughs> or at least I don't pay attention to it. I was like, at least I don't pay attention when I get silver. If it's not gold, then what's the point? Why did I even play that game? You know. Absolutely. 
<laughs> yep. Uh, so, nah, I'm not a fan of that, but hopefully they'll... I'm not the only person. Uh, we'll see. Okay, so we're moving up here to the uh, the hero changes, the balances here. Uh, my <laughs> One of my favorite characters, Junkrat. Looks like the Riptire Ultimate Charge has uh, its... Its cost increased basically by 25%, and it's uh, after the last patch's improvements to Riptire, the speed at which Junkrat could activate his ultimate was too frequent in comparison. Since Riptire now has a much higher impact, we've adjusted the cost of his ultimate to reflect that. Um, this pleases me. No, it doesn't. Well, no, it pleases me that they did that, but it's not enough. No. So basically, junk well, with the Riptire, Junkrat now... Can he has it, the, the Riptire has 150 health. It's harder to kill, mm-hmm. and it did make it so that when you kill it before he he blows it up, it doesn't hurt anybody. But first of all, you still hear fucking Riptires all the time, simply because of the amount of damage that Junkrat does. You know, like I mean, he he gets his special so fast, so fast, and I I think the radius of Riptire needs to be reduced. That is one of my biggest complaints about Riptire right now. Like you, you feel so far away from it, and you still die. Not a fan of that. I think I think he needs a bit more. I mean, I guess keep the ultimate charge cost uh, the way they have it, but that 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 uh radius that it has needs to be reduced. Definitely. Okay. Next person we come to is Lucio here. Uh, looks like he got some pretty decent changes. Health increased from 150 to 200. His sonic amplifier damage was reduced by 20%, and the projectile size was slightly decreased. Sound barrier, ultimate charge cost, also increased by 25%. So, developer comments for this says, We've been listening to feedback from all sources and decided to try some alternate changes to Lucio, taking a different approach from the last patch. The goal here is to let Lucio be to be uh, is to let Lucio be a difficult support to kill, but reduce his combat effectiveness and make him less of a good duelist. We also felt Lucio could also activate his sound barrier too frequently, considering its impact. So the cost of the ultimate has been adjusted as well. Um, now I'll say with that, I was watching quite a few videos where uh, some people were still getting around that, and it looked like they were resorting a little more to his pushback ability and his speed abilities. But he still seemed pretty strong to me. Um. He still is pretty strong. They didn't completely neuter him, which is good. I mean, like, the most important thing for me when they reduced his health to 150 was bringing it back up, because when his health was 150, you couldn't really get into the mix. That was part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, the Lucio is supposed to be in the mix. That's the difference between him, Zenyatta, and Mercy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the, he needs to be able to hang out inside of where the fight is and help, and, and, and heal and help. Uh, and now he can do that again. Uh, this, the the damage reduction is a bit noticeable, um, but it's still if you if you move around properly, you can still out you can still kill somebody. Like movement while shooting is very important, Lucio. Not to mention since the uh, sonic amplifier, it's not like hit scan. You know they they do travel. You do have to predict your your shots a bit. You know so you can still pluck Ferris out of the sky. You know, which is which is pretty nice. Um, <laughs> but because that's what I see all the time. Because you're you're a healer. You're like you are a prime target for fucking Farah. Mm-hmm. You know, you are a prime target for Farah. So you gotta be. I think it's good that you can with Lucio. You can still defend yourself to a degree. It is difficult. I'm not saying it is easy, but it, it is still uh, a possibility. Um, now they also reduced his speed 
um, with the with the last. I'm not talking about the projectile speed. I mean his his full speed with the with the last patch mm-hmm. or the three one patch, and that was so noticeable. So noticeable. Do you think it killed a lot of his uh? His his utility, I guess, of getting around, being able to help people, or was it well? Really no, now or? no, because now what you got to do is, if you want to be able to move between people fast, you got to switch over to the speed boost. Mm-hmm. Switch over to speed boost, get to where you're supposed to be, and now swap back to healing. Stance dancing, almost, I guess. I uh, guess so. Yeah, uh, sorry, MMO term from WoW, where you have to swap between different stances to do certain things, like, you know, defensive or Oh, offensive. you said stance dancing. Yes. I thought you said dance dancing. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, stance dancing, yes. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to change. If you want to get around fast, switch over to speed boost. If you mm-hmm. want to get over to um, heal, you switch to healing. But um, I think it, I think Lucio's in a good place. To be honest with you, people are still—I think people are still complaining that he's too powerful of a healer. But I—I I don't think so. Like, there's plenty of places where I have a lot of use for him. Like, for example, in Ilios, I much rather go for for objective uh, B and C. Mm-hmm. Much rather use Zenyatta than Lucio on that map. Like, I just find him way more effective, mm-hmm. especially on B and C, where I can see everybody and I can get the heals to where they need to go. But uh, I think Lucio is definitely in in, in a good place. Uh, I don't have any complaints about him. I think he's good to go. Leave him alone, Blizzard. (laughs) We'll have to see that one goes next week. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so we move on to the next person here. Uh, We have Jarrett's favorite character, May. Uh, Looks like the endothermic blaster had some changes to it. The alternate fire projectile speed was increased by 50%. The fire rate was increased by 25%, and the ammunition cost was reduced from 40 to 25. And it said, in an ideal world, May is selected for her control and resilience rather than her damage output. That said, we felt that there was still room to give her more consistent damage without compromising on these goals. These changes are pretty significant, so we'll be watching their impact closely. Now, I know you're not a big fan of May at all, though I saw some pretty pretty cool... uh, videos earlier this week where she was instrumental in wiping a team out uh, but still able to get some kills on her own. So have you noticed this uh, in any other ways really affecting your gameplay? I, I think the only OP character is May. I think she is the only overpowered character in this game. And that's because, well first of all, they increased the, her projectile speed. I, and, and I'm not sure, I for those who listened to the last uh, to, to the addendum to Watchpoint Radio for number three, I said I'm going to play May over the next two weeks mm-hmm. and see what I think. First of all, she's la- she's labeled as a level three. Uh, uh, she has a level three difficulty, a three star difficulty. That shit needs to be brought down to one because she's one of the easiest characters to play <laughs> in the game. Okay. Um, then her her with this last patch, her her um, alternative uh, fire. Was speed was increased by fifty percent. I outsniped Widowmakers with May. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because when she hits, it hurts. It hurts. I outsniped Widowmakers, and we all know that with the May. Widowmaker is just <sighs> OP. Oh OP yeah. Class. <laughs> uh, and the fire rate was increased by 25% and the, the ammunition cost was reduced from 40 to 25 I don't understand why they keep trying to make her more powerful 
she can free i mean on top of the patch before that they made it so that as soon as her cold beam touches the endothermic blast as soon as that shit touches somebody they immediately start to slow down that means if you are genji if you are uh you know tracer anybody who uses speed that immediately affects you like genji and tracer should be her counters what counters may uh, normally I would say a Widowmaker or something that can really put pressure on her, like, say, a McCree. No, because she'll just freeze McCree. Uh, Flashbang. Flashbang uh, and Revolver. If she has 250 health, dude. Uh, she has 250 health. By the time the Flashbang is over, well, first of all, she'll start freezing McCree, he might use the Flashbang. While he's thawing out, she's also going to be recovering you know, when I, well, not completely thought out, but like he he will still be moving slow, right? Mm-hmm. He'll still be partially frozen when she recovers from the flashbang. Period. Okay. Plus, the flashbang has to hit. It's so easy. Like the the the, the, the endothermic blaster has a wide, well, not a super wide radius, but mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but it has a wide radius for a gun. Like the 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 TF2 flamethrower doesn't have that much radius. You know, so the the endothermic blaster, I think it's a problem. Yeah, you could pluck her away with a widowmaker if you're far away. You know, if you're far away, sure, no problem. But like, other than that, like, who else is counter her? Because she freezes tanks. She freezes. You know, even, like you know, I, I've taken out um uh, uh fucking know what's his name Roadhogs. Mm-hmm. I've taken out divas. I've taken out Winston because yeah, sure they have a shit ton of health. But guess what? They all they just keep you just keep refreezing them over and over again. That's all you do. Just keep refreezing them. So do you really have problems when you come against her though? Even as a widowmaker. As a widowmaker, the, the only counter, the only thing you can do with May is get away from her. That's Tracer. Like so, like Genji, he barely like if his uh. If his was, I think his left shift move is the dash. Yep. If his dash is charging, he's fucked. Especially when his health was reduced. I like with Genji, like you don't even have to punch him. Like, like you can run, run, you freeze him, and then you just keep spraying him, and he'll die. That's it. Like, or if you want to get it done fast, you freeze him and you punch him, he's gone. Uh, Tracer is a bit better because she can, you know, she'll start to slow down, but she can. Uh, uh, spread dash out of it. She could blink out of it, but you know that only works so many times. She blinks three times, and if you're a decent enough, uh, if you have decent mouse control, if she doesn't blink away from you, if she's actively trying to kill you and doesn't blink away from you, you can freeze her and kill her. Hmm. You know, that's the thing. Like, it's like you kind of have to team up against May. It has to. T- it takes like. Uh, I'm not saying. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying. It always takes two people to kill May, and from playing May, I did find out that a good way to try to counter May is, you know, to jump around and move around and stuff like that, because it makes it harder for her to uh, hit target you, you. Yeah, target you. But if you get somebody who plays May all the time, they're gonna get used to that shit. There's a guy that I play with now. He plays May. I would say like 75 percent of the time he mm-hmm. plays May, and people are jumping around and trying to get away. And even when I play against him, sometimes. Um, it's frustrating. It was really, really frustrating because it's like you know that person's good with May. They're gonna, they're gonna freeze you. You know mm-hmm. what needs to happen? I'm not saying May needs to get out of the game uh, because that she, she does provide. She can be a very viable class. I mean, she's a viable class now. What needs to happen? They need to reduce her health. 
especially because one of her abilities is to regenerate her health. Her health her needs to be reduced. Yes, her health needs to be reduced to a maximum of 200. Max 200. I wouldn't be upset if they gave it to her for 250, to be honest with you. But then again, she doesn't move that fast. You know, Maid does not move that fast. So I can understand not making it 150. Then again, Zenyatta also doesn't move that fast. But hey, he's 150. I stay alive with him. Yep. But uh, May, I really do believe they need to bring her health down to 200 HP at 250. Even Symmetra is 200 HP, dude. And, like, or that. She needs that. Well, actually, no. She definitely needs that. And also, I think her ice block should not recharge her health as much. Should not generate as much health as it does. Oh, my God. Like, you, <laughs> you could, like, just, you could, you could beat the shit out of her right before you kill her. You know, bam, she hits the ice block. And I also think the ice block should be destroyable. If you focus down on the ice block, if you and your team focus down on the ice block, or you and like half your team focus on the ice block, it should break apart. So one person shouldn't be enough to go and do it, but at least two people definitely. Depends on how powerful you are. Yeah. You know, if you're fucking Reinhardt, you should be able to crack that shit open. <laughs> you know. So, um... And speaking of Reinhardt, I don't think he's in the, these patch notes. One he thing is not, I, no. Yeah. I, one thing I do think needs to happen for Reinhardt uh-huh. is that he, his hammer, his hammer's super powerful, and I know it needs to be powerful, but I think his hammer should also knock back. Because what happens now, and that's not, what happens now is like Reinhardt's special when he hits the ground, right? Yep. He knocks everybody down, and they nerfed Reinhardt so that he couldn't do this, but it still happens. He'll hit the ground, and then he'll just swipe over the enemies with his hammer, and he'll kill, like, three, four people. That video they, was pretty awesome that I watched. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they nerfed that so it wouldn't happen, and it's still happening. I think he needs to knock... They, when it happens, he needs to keep, keep the damage. Sure, it's a, it's a huge fucking hammer. Keep the damage, right? But, like, he needs to knock his opponents back when he hits them. That should just be a normal, every attack will knock them back to some regard. I think so. And of course, I would need some tweaking for the simple fact that on a, a map like Li Jang Tower, uh, you don't want to be anywhere near Reinhardt, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to that map. Shit, you don't want to be near Lucio. You know how many people I kill by knocking them off the map there? I would say, would there also be a damage buff or something for this that would come if he knocks them to a wall? I don't know. Didn't really think about it. Um... That would make Reinhardt a bit more tactical as well, if you're saying, like, in Li Jing Tower, where you can knock people off. Yeah, well, I think he's, his hammer is already powerful enough in terms of damage. I don't think we need a way to make it more powerful. And well, don't get me wrong, I do understand that... Uh, <laughs> I do understand that, um, you know, a knockback is, is a pretty powerful thing. Yep. But that's what I said, it's going to need some tweaking. You know? But I thought adding Reinhardt to the patch notes when he didn't exist, but hey, fuck it. It's our show, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, go ahead. But I'm, I'm done talking about May. I'm just... Like I said, I've been playing more as May, and I, I understand her better as a character, and I know how to deal with her better now. But I just think she's... I do think she's overpowered. For, the, for how easy it is to use her, I think she's overpowered. But continue. All right, moving on here. We're coming... Excuse me, we're coming up to my favorite guy, Zenyatta. Looks like Orb of Harmony and Orb of Discord will no longer stack with each other. And Transcendence Ultimate Charge cost was increased by 20%. 
And comments on this one were Zenyatta's orb stacking could cause some degenerate situations, such as a player becoming nearly unkillable if he or she had several orbs of harmony buffs active at the same time. And also, much like Lucio, we felt that Zenyatta could activate Transcendence too frequently, considering its impact on a game. So his ultimate, <clears throat> excuse me, his ultimate cost has been scaled up to accommodate. Now you were uh, mentioning a couple of things earlier. Uh, which I believe we're going to get to a little later on, which comes to uh, uh, player stacking, hero stacking. And I never really ran into that too much, except for the times where we all purposely did it just for, you know, for the trolls. So, you know, six Winstons or six Tracers or something like that. Uh, have you seen this really being a big issue in a lot of your games? With hero stacking? With, uh, well, mainly with, like, say, Zenyatta. They're talking here about the orb stacking that other players would do. Did you really notice that a lot, or...? No, I really did I did have one game where two people went Zenyatta, right? Um, and they were like, I, I said, well, one of you switch to not be Zenyatta. And they were like, no, no, we got this. Trust me. Like, we're a team. We know what we're doing. It's fine. And then somebody else piped in like, ah, oh, they're level 100. You're only level 30. I think they know what they're doing. And ah. I was like, okay, fine. Let's see what happens. We lost. Bad. <laughs> because we didn't have any damage output. Because you know level saying? is indicative of skill these days. Exactly. Like, no, <laughs> level has nothing. Let me say something to, any, to anybody who even thinks about forming those fucking words out of your lips. Don't say something so stupid. Don't be a dumbass. Like, that's... Level just means you've played for all... In this game, specifically. Actually, shit, in any game at this point. Mm -hmm. Level means you have played for a long period of time. It does not mean you are indicative of skill. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't mean you're not indicative of skill. It is not indicative of skill, sorry. Like I said, late podcast, folks. But like, it doesn't. it does not mean that, uh, you know, the person's good. And I'm all about trying new stuff out. You know, mm -hmm. like I tried, uh, you know, some stuff out. People got a little upset. I'm like, dude, it's beta. Like, you know, I want to try stuff out. It's a beta. It's a pub. We're going to try stuff out. If they would have came to me like, no, we, we're going to try this thing, you know, I would have been like, okay, cool. No problem. And uh, no, that's not, they, they, they came in like really like, nah, this is going to work. We got this. It's going to be awesome. No, nah, they fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, I, I I really never. Besides that match, I never noticed it, and then even from that match, I didn't know. I didn't. Even, I never even knew it was a problem. Never knew. And I'm also, to be honest with you, I'm not seeing the difference between like how often I'm popping transcendence. Then again, because I I don't pop transcendence just for the fuck of it. Right. You know, I'm I'm usually uh I'm usually waiting for the right time. So. I was the same way when, you know, when I was playing in the last beta there, I didn't just go pop it. I would usually wait for it, try to be tactic, you know, as much as you possibly can with it, because it's an ability that you don't want to go and waste, you know? Yeah, exactly. So. All right. Uh, looks like one of the last uh, things that we have on here is uh, some spectator bug fixes, which is the on fire mechanic while viewed through the spectator mode UI should now scale down appropriately with the size of the hero portraits. All right. And those were the patch notes. Yeah, uh, right now for the most part, I think the game's in a in a very good place. My my biggest problem is with May. That's my biggest problem. It's very like people were complaining about fucking uh, Bastion and Torbjorn being fr frustrating. No, May is frustrating. Bastion and Torbjorn were more about just finding how to counter them properly. But like, how do you count properly counter May besides you know just not being near her? 
and how many characters can actually, uh, you know, really counter that. You know, so. I don't know. But other than that, I think, I think most of the changes they made were good. I'm curious to see what new changes they make. I mean, we are getting closer to uh, launch, so who knows? Maybe every fo- maybe every week we might see changes at this point. Right. I hope not, because I really don't want to add an addendum to every single podcast. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Maybe in, we might need to switch days until uh, or maybe like Wednesday. Right. Why do switch to Wednesdays until beta comes out? But then again, I think we only have uh, until not until beta, but until the uh, game comes out. I, I think we Maybe only have. Four. Let's see, we got one, one, two, three. One second. Lost my count. Oh, four, five. Wow, we have uh, <laughs> okay. So yeah, we have uh, we have five more podcasts to do. I think we're gonna have. We're actually gonna have a podcast on the twenty third, unless I miscounted that. So, but that's the um, yeah. Like, we'll we'll see. That's a lot of pat. That's a lot of uh, changes they're gonna go through. But I think like they they do. They probably want to see where you know try try new stuff out on characters before the release of the game or before open beta i I can almost guarantee you that open beta is really going to be for stress testing yep you know and they're going to want to focus on that but we'll see we'll see but uh yeah that's the end of the patch notes let's take a look at another issue that has been bugging this shit. I mean, recent, very, like within the last two weeks, it's been a huge thorn in my side, and that is lag compensation and netcode in general. Now, from a PC player perspective, especially from FPS, we really didn't used to have the problems that we're having right now. Where, and don't get me wrong, not it's not like not like we totally didn't have the problems, but they were way less frequent. Where, you know. I'm playing as Widowmaker, and I'm playing against another Widowmaker, and, you know, I move through, you know, I move behind a wall, but yet I still die. But on, when they play back her side or do the kill cam, it says I wasn't behind a wall. To her, I wasn't behind the wall. Mm-hmm. That's lag compensation. You know, one of us is lagging. It's probably not me. I have 100 megs up, 100 meg down connection. Okay. <laughs> Just saying, but like that's what is lag compensation, where like you know one person will do an action and the other person, uh, th- their computer hasn't caught up yet, so therefore you know whatever they did wins. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge issue for me. What I would, what I want Blizzard to do is they need to separate player base based on region. Players in the Northeast should primarily play with players in the Northeast, Southeast, Northwest, Southwest, Mid Atlantic, you know, not Mid Atlantic, uh, but you know, Midwest, and so on. If you can't find a game in that in your region, you know, then look for the next closest region. Right. You know, and that that that's the thing. Like it really, it's that that's got to go because you know, when back in Counter Strike and Unreal Tournament, dude, we didn't play on like when we was to play matches. We play at twenty ping, you know. We we so like for competition. We 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 weren't playing somebody in California for competition. I was looking for the East Coast stuff. Exactly. Like I mean, like even Cal was broken up by region. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't just broken up east and west. It's northeast, southeast. Like you know, so like yeah, you uh, 
it's really important, especially if they're going to have ranked games, that they get this right. You know, the lag compensation thing. And I'm sorry, the person who is lagging should not have the benefit of the doubt. If you are lagging and, you know, uh, you shoot me and the bullet goes through me, well, shit, maybe you need to call Comcast. You know, like the, you don't, like, I, I don't, I don't think it's fair that, you know, I can move out of the way and I still get caught. Now, from what I played at the beta, I never really ran into this too much, but this actually kind of makes me really sad because it's, it's something that I had seen a lot in the Battlefield series now for the past four or five years. And it's been very discouraging to see somebody with a shitty computer or like a really high ping just go through and wreck other people when you know they're not as good. So I I don't know I'm 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 in agreement with you and I'm really hoping that something like this gets fixed because I don't I don't want to see something like that in the game. Yeah, exactly. And we know broadband is better than it was back when we used to play. Um, but at the same time, like some people, you know, you gotta keep <laughs> internet where I'm from or where I'm from in Northern New York is still just as awful today as it was back then. Oh so. really? <laughs> well, see, I live right next to Philadelphia, so I'm constantly getting improvements from Comcast. Oh yeah, those where don't I know now, Comcast yeah. is Comcast is their 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 central hub is in Center City, Philadelphia. So you should have like a three ping everywhere you go. Then. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't work like that. But <laughs> it is pretty good. Uh, but yeah, this lag compensation thing, man, like it's very, very annoying. Where, like, I die. You know where I notice it the most? Reinhardt. Where I'm running away from a Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I die. And, you know, on my screen, I'm far away. I'm far away from him. I'm so far from him. I can see the top of his hammer when he swings it. You know? Mm-hmm. But on his screen, I'm close enough to damage. Fuck. <laughs> if only I had a knockback. That might help you a little bit, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if this is a beta, like this is beta, so I'm not. Gonna, I'm trying not to get too bent out of shape about it. But still, it's just it's very annoying to to die, especially when you die and then you lose the match because you, of your death. Like if you're the only one holding the control point and you die to some lag compensation bullshit. You know, that's very, very discouraging. I've, like, turned the game off after that happened uh, once or twice. It's like, I need to just take a break from Overwatch. Like, I don't mind losses, you know, but I do mind losses where I didn't really lose. Mm-hmm. And that shit, it bothers the shit out of me. It really does. So, but I think I really do wish that Blizzard would take a look at the netcode and, and the live conversation because, like I said, the, like netcode is going to be this is the most important game that they have in relation to netcode. Netcode has to be on point. It has to be fast. Like latency is a huge, 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 huge problem in shooters. If yep. there is latency, you're going to have a bad time. You can kill your community with latency, Blizzard. Mm-hmm. You know, so seen it happen plenty of times. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll see what they do about it, but uh, hopefully they do something before the game actually comes out, because they're going to have big enough problems when the game actually comes out and all those people flood the servers, you know? Which all brings up another point. Dedicated servers! <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that could resolve that issue, but you know, I'm not going not gonna to hop in on that one. Um, <laughs> so yeah, our last topic is hero stacking. And there is uh, there was a post in the beta forums where somebody's begging uh, Blizzard not to disable hero stacking. They said never prevent hero stacking. And 
this this uh, it's funny because I have two views on this. One, this game is extremely balanced, right? Mm-hmm. It's balanced. I have I don't think I've ever seen a game this balanced before, especially in beta. And even if a team stacks, you can counter that. There's no stack. There's like no stack in combination I've found yet that really um, makes it. It really makes it so that you can't overcome it. You know. Uh, that then again, like I said, it's still in beta, so there's tons of people who haven't had a chance to get into the game and fuck it up. But um, <laughs> yeah, like the. The you know the the amount of uh, hero stacking because you see it a lot, especially you know when people play together and they're coming at the end and you see somebody bring out three divas, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Simply for the fact that they're just trying to make it so they don't die um, <laughs> at the end, or that you know we can't get the point. Uh, you can you can counter that. Me and Mikey were playing uh, Mikey Kenny from Double Tap. We were playing the other day. And the, these guys were stacking uh, tanks. They were stacking. Um, who were they stacking? Uh, Winston's. Winston's. Sorry, uh, they were stacking Winston's, and we got into, like you know he switched to one character and I switched to another one, and we were able to counter their stacking. Uh, so I mean, it's because the game is so balanced. It, hero stacking. If you work together as a team, or if you think critically, you can overcome it. That being said, hero stack, playing against a hero stack isn't necessarily fun. You know, playing against somebody who just went three diva on the last control point, that shit's not fun. Mm-hmm. At all. <laughs> not in the least. Especially now that diva, her special just regenerates automatically. Right. Uh, that shit is just not fun to play against. So there's that. But then you also have the issue of playing in pubs and I'm, I'm sorry but the team even if you're on the mic sometimes you just can't organize that well you know you have now you have to so you, you have to count on every time you're in a pub that when the team stacks against you you're now going to have to uh you know rally together professional tells me no like professional yep. style and that's just unrealistic that's not going to happen now for unranked games, team stacking is fine. And any league that wants to have team stacking enabled, I mean, sure, all more power to you. Go for it. But I think that one thing where team stacking or, or uh, hero stacking needs to definitely be disabled, ranked games. Ranked games should not allow hero stacking. Simply for the fact that de- ranked games are still pubs. Especially if you're solo queuing. It's, it's still pubs. Still fucking pubs. So like you, you have the same issue of trying to rally a group of people together of various uh, skill levels, right? To try to come all, you know, to try to uh, take down this team, this this uh, hero stacking, and I just think it's too much. Like it, it turns it into a job as as opposed to being a fun to play. It's like at that point too, though, in a pub, you're gonna want people of those different skill levels to play what they feel like they're best at too. Yeah. Exactly. Like we can't say, okay, the the person on Zenyatta right now, we need you to switch to a Reaper, you know, and I'll yep. go Reaper too and we'll take down these tanks. Because like, I don't know how to play Reaper. Too bad. You're in the army <laughs> now, son. <laughs> you, know, you can't do that. Yeah. 
<sighs> yeah, it, I, I mean, I get what he's saying. Like he's he he's like he's kind of like me in the aspect that he wants people to just be better at the game, like you know, rise to the occasion. And I think hero stacking, you can do that in some cases. That's why I, for for regular pubs, I think it's fine, and for competition, I think it's fine. But I think for ranked games, when you're solo queuing or when you have like you know, there's only two of you in a team, like. Mm. I think it needs to be disabled. I mean, he he, he could probably make the counter argument uh, where you know, because I was complaining that people weren't rising to the occasion for Bastion or for Lucio, no Bastion Lucio, but Bastion and Torbjorn. But I think those Bastion and Torbjorn were a bit different because the counters were so easy. You know, mm-hmm. you got to you know, just yeah, the counters are so easy compared to when certain heroes stack together. So I don't know. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Not to mention, sometimes a hero stack at the very end, you know, if you do like a sudden hero stack, yep. it takes like a, a few minutes for your team to get together and figure out how to counter that in the first place. So if a team, you know, if there's only a minute left and the team all of a sudden stacks, uh, you know, three, four Reinhardts for the win, it's like, how do you adjust to that so fast? You can't. You know, as a, as a pub team, you can't just adjust to that super fast. As a as a full team, somebody can see four Reinhardts coming. Like, yo, there's four Reinhardts coming. We need somebody to go X, Y, Z. Yep. You know, and then you can do that. Uh, but I think hero stacking and ranked games should be disabled for sure. In pubs and in competitive play, I can totally see that being okay. Right. Jaw has spoken. <laughs> Let it be known. Uh, let it be done. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us. What do you think, Bond? Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I'm uh, I'm hoping that the uh, the next wave of invites that go out will get a chance to play together because I really want to try out Zarya and I want to get back to my McCree. Yeah, I've actually been playing McCree recently too, uh, because for some reason this last week a lot of people have been going tank heavy. Yep, and I've had to be a tank buster. McCree's good at that. McCree is the tank buster. Like, once I figured that out, you know, that that's what McCree was. He's the tank buster. I, I've been able to use him very successfully. <laughs> very successfully. Um, same thing like, with other characters. Like, you know, when I was trying to figure out really how to play D.Va, D.Va is like a backline ninja. That's really what she does. In my opinion. Like, mobility. Like, you know, it's mobility. Like, you know, D.Va's good at pushing the point, too. Because if somebody's actually shooting at you, you have the health to absorb it, and you know, and enough time to move. But you know, if you need to, you can use your uh, abilities to push up into somebody's face, like um, Temple of Anubis. Actually, Widowmaker people who play Widowmaker like to sit on top of this ledge and shoot down on everybody, right? Yep. Dude, I I can roll up on those Widowmakers so fast now with Diva. I used to try to use Farah, but, you know, Farah just gets picked, plucked out of the sky by Widowmakers and Hanzos. So, yeah, you can harass a Widowmaker right out of their spot or, you know, get into somebody's backline and, and take them down. Genji's the same way, but now Genji, in my opinion, is a bit less viable as a backline ninja because he has such little health. Such little health. 150 health. I mean, Tor- Torbjorn's turret takes rips him apart, you know, rips him apart. And May just makes him her bitch. You know, that's it. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's ridiculous. So, uh, but we'll see. I'm, I'm going to try to play McCree a bit more. And actually, you know who I'd never really play? Who's Reaper. That? I'm a, and not for any particular reason. I'm just not a, necessarily a fan of him. 
a fan of his. Uh, because I, I just don't play that way generally. Yep. Uh, so I um, I'm definitely going to. It's funny because I do play aggressively, but I don't play like when I play with Reaper. I'm just not really feeling it, you know. Uh, so yeah, I think I'm gonna try to play with him a bit more. I like having a little more versatility, and the Reaper just doesn't do it for me. It's 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 all up close or nothing with that character, which I like to play aggressive, but. I also like to have mid-range for, you know, applying pressure and stuff, and that just didn't do it for me with his skills that he had. Right, yeah, I'm an aggressive player. That's why I'm, I, I like Zarya, I like Soldier 76. I've been, I kick ass with Zarya. Um, well, you, actually, I showed you that video I posted. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a lot of fun watching that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Zarya. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I do want to, and it's not like I don't know what to do around a Reaper, because I do. Like, you know, like, so uh, I, I'm not, I don't want to play him just to figure out how to, you know, defeat him. But I just want to, I guess, get a better feel for him as a character. He was instrumental in a few games that me and Mike played where we need to bust up some tanks or I need to get behind people and, like, fuck them up big time, you know? <laughs> So, um, I, I do like that, but, um, yeah, let's, uh, we're going to go ahead and close up the show on that one. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is Watchpoint radio. We are, uh, this was every other Tuesday. We are opposite of wow talk that may be changing. If the patch notes keep coming out on Tuesday, we may have to go to Wednesdays. Um, <laughs> And we'll see how that goes. But right now, we are every other Tuesday. Uh, WoW Talk will be next week. Uh, WoW Talk is our World of Warcraft podcast. Uh, we have In Orbit, which is every Monday. Oh, sorry, every Monday. It's every Monday that Watchpoint Radio is on, because that's also every other Monday. So Watchpoint Radio and In Orbit are on the same week. So there was In Orbit this week. If you play Destiny... Uh, those guys play Destiny, and they're talking about it. This this week's was pretty interesting, especially with the division now in play and sucking away some of Destiny's players. Uh, there's Double Tap, which is our fighting game uh, podcast. That, that that podcast is dedicated to the FGC, and that is the first week of every month. Uh, so all of our podcasts are on iTunes. We're on Overcast for iOS, Stitcher Smart Radio for iOS and Android, uh, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud. We also have an RSS feed if you have your own RSS reader. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash MTB site. We're on Facebook.com slash mash those buttons and YouTube.com slash mash those buttons. Now, my personal Twitter is underscore jaw underscore. So underscore J A A underscore. Uh, Bond does not have a Twitter because yeah, I still Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, he does not Twitter. So, um, yeah, like that is really gonna bring us to the end of the show. If you want to contact us, please do. I mean, like if you have any comments or feedback, we'd love to hear it. Uh, if you want to help us out, uh, if you like the podcast or any of our podcasts, help help us out. The thing you could do that would help us out the most at this point is just share it with other people. That's all. That's all you got to do. Put it on your Facebook. Put it on your Twitter. We really, really do appreciate the support. And, uh, yeah, so I guess we're going to see you guys in two weeks. Maybe we'll see what patch notes come out. Um, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys then. Take it easy.